G'day there guys, and welcome to the third episode of the Simp Nation podcast. I'm Zeus. Um, today with us we've got a couple of our regular members and a couple of new members, so you know, make sure to give them a round of applause at the end of this. Uh, first off, we have Hades, who you guys will remember. Hello. And Hades' microphone appears to have dipped, uh, but yeah, sure. Um, also, we have Hyman. What's up? Very good, very good. Now, we've got a couple of new members here. Um, so, Bug, would you like to introduce yourself? Hey, hey, I'm Bug. You can call me Hero Bug, whichever you like. Yep, I'm probably just going to stick with Bug, to be fair, but uh, we'll get to that. Um, and we have Fortnite Jonesy. Hi, uh, I'm the actual Fortnite Jonesy. Um, I got transported out of Fortnite and I can't get back and now I'm stuck here forever. Yeah, they probably can't like um, have Fortnite Jonesy in anymore because they're too busy promoting Ryu and Chun-Li for fucking Fortnite now. Um, but yeah, that's everyone. Uh, guys, feel free to unmute yourselves. Um, today we're going to be talking about the uh, new overlord of the world. I'm not talking about uh, Donald Trump or Kim Jong-un or anything like that. Nice. We're talking about Disney and um, I think they're spreading a lot more than COVID-19 at the moment. What oh, are you guys yeah. thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> Just a bit with the amount of shit yeah. they own. Quite shit. I like how with them they're just buying any competitor that ever comes up. It's like, oh man, Fox looks like they might compete with us. Oh, we're just gonna buy them. Yeah, um, you know. <laughs> Star Wars is good company, we'll just buy them. Marvel's a good company, we'll just buy them. Yeah. <laughs> and then they just end up winning and they're like, fucking any deal that they have with someone. Like how Disney had the, uh... Was it Disney? That, or was it... No, sorry. Marvel had the partnership with, um... What was it? Uh, Netflix when they were doing their Netflix shows, and then oh, like yeah. now that's all been overtaken, and like now I Disney is, yeah, <laughs> and they've got the rights back to Spider Man and stuff, but apparently they're trying to still hustle getting Venom in there. I don't know. It's of course really they are. Weird. They're still making another Venom movie though. I think they're doing a Venom too, and they said that they yeah. were agreeing to having Spider Man in it, right? Yep. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's coming out this year, isn't it? Nah, maybe next year. Venom 2? Yeah, I think this year. Why are they making one? Why are they making a second one? Because the first one wasn't received that well, critically, was it? Not really. I haven't watched it, so I'm not sure, to be honest. I've seen it. I think, critically, it was hot flying garbage, but I think... um, to mainstream audiences they kind of enjoyed it I think they just laughed at it more for being like humorous and everything and the really bad Eminem song at the end for the end credit sequence that was something else (laughs) (laughs) yeah look at old Eminem go you know Venom Venom Oh, that minute. Uh, I don't know the words. I've not listened to that song in a long time. I kind of forgot about it. That was like a repressed memory from like a childhood um, to me. And oh, no. (laughs) No. I like how Eminem always ends up being in like random movies as like the end song. Like, um. What was it? Southpaw? He he did the one for Southpaw, which is uh, Kings Never Die. Yeah. Which, to be fair, I kind of like that Eminem song. I, I did not like Venom. Mum's Spaghetti. 
Good song. Spaghetti. Best song ever. Just yeah. Best it's song. like one One Direction's best song is just when it's been changed and it just says you're insecure about fifty times. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> That's all no. they'll ever be known for after the breakup. <laughs> it's just you're insecure. You're insecure. You're insecure. <laughs> you're insecure. <laughs> <laughs> Best, best song ever. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Disney should I mean, just own the rights to One Direction. No, that's Oh, no. Don't, don't tell them that. <laughs> don't, don't tell Disney. No, they'll, like that. They'll, they'll hear us. They'll find it and they will they will just buy everything. Disney's going to own the You guys have seen, like, <laughs> Wally. You know, you know Wally, that company and Wally that, like, just bought everything out except that guy's house? Yeah, yeah, um, yep. that's what's fucking gonna happen in, with Disney. <laughs> that's Disney with everything but this podcast. I mean, it's yep. gonna be a 1v1 between Disney and Amazon. I'm pretty excited. That'll be cool. Safe Apple's just doing Apple things. Board. Apple's just doing Apple things, and they're probably gonna get bought out by one of them. Apple's just making bigger phones. Yeah, well, yeah Apple... No, no, they're making the same phone, but with uh, another camera. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> it's like got a battery life and slap another camera on this bitch. I love how, like, you know, you've got all these, like, other phone companies that are always, like, trying to improve majorly. It's like, you know, we've got 108 megapixel cameras with new software that makes it super fucking good. Um... You know, we thought our battery life was good before. Well, we've got fast charging, uh, a wireless charging, reverse um, wireless charging, um, 5,000 milliamp batteries, and then iPhones just like, uh, we're more or less the same. Um, like, even the iPhone 11 Pro Maxes didn't even have wireless charging or reverse wireless charging, I mean. Apple, to me, that's like really weird. No, no, they didn't. What it was the really fuck? My boss was like, um, showed me his phone at work, and I was kind of showing off that I can re- use reverse wireless charging, so he could like charge his Apple Pods, AirPods on my um, phone, because I've got a Huawei P40 Pro. Um, you know, the the really cool phone that doesn't have Google Apps because America hates Huawei because uh, they're. Mm-hmm. Um, they're China is chi- because China, basically, because racism. <laughs> I, mean, I still, I still have Google. I've got a P40 um, Pro, which was like one of the US ones. I mean, so with you know, Biden in office, you never know. Mm. But yeah, oddly enough, iPhones don't actually have it, and I was really surprised by that. This is gonna own. Yeah. That's- but, uh, sorry, I, I think Fortnite Jonesy was about to say something there. What were you planning to say there, buddy? The um, the business model of Apple is is so clever. You know, whether you agree with it or not, you know, the whole thing of planned obsolescence. So a phone's only as good as it can be before, you know, it just shits itself and you have to buy a new one. And oh, with Apple customers, it's always the newest one, the most expensive one. They've got it on lock. I don't agree with it, but... They know what they're doing. I mean, yeah, the, I mean, you know, we can we can give them as much as we want. But the one thing I'd say is that Apple is probably the most superior because they've got um, the best software. The thing is, because all of Android's phones are based on mainly the Google ecosystem, um, 
whenever apps are made for them it's really hard to sort of make like one that's going to fit uh, work on everything that's why you'll find mm-hmm. it in terms of like snapchat like mm-hmm. for example like you know but people who want social media are going to go to pretty much iphones because the apps are specifically designed for each version of iphone whereas there is like you know hundreds if not thousands of different android so yeah. it's really hard to develop a specific snapchat app so what it does is that it takes a screenshot of what your camera sees it doesn't use your actual camera photos just why Snapchat looks so fucking poor on like any Android phone. Like, yeah, yeah my my point. phone, <laughs> my phone has a 50 megapixel main camera, but it looks like it was taken on like an iPhone 4 whenever I'm using Snapchat, unless I use cool. the actual camera app and uploaded it to Snapchat. Same. <laughs> yeah, that, that's it's, literally the same. That's the problem with like Android in that sense. Um, like that's why Instagram photos like if you want anything like that you always go to like iPhone that's the only reason I'm tempted to switch to iPhone which iPhone oh well I'd have to get the latest and greatest because you know oh, I'm, I'll just buy straight into uh, Apple's marketing are you going to get all the all the accessories for it as well you know the AirPods and pencil and fair, all that crap the way that the AirPods are designed are actually quite good yeah. Yeah. I actually quite enjoy Apple's AirPods. They're, they're fucking overpriced like no tomorrow. But they've mm-hmm. got some really nifty features and shit to them. Like, um, if you use the... Um, uh, literally just holding your case right by the phone, they just connect. It's kind of like... Oh. Yeah, it's so weird. Like, obviously, if like Bluetooth, you'd have a lot more of, like, fucking issues with it. It takes a wee bit longer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Bluetooth is just bodgy at times, mm. which is never fun. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, Apple... <coughs> Apple, yeah, only works just because of their software, really. It's not their hardware, because, I mean, if you yeah. look at their hardware, their fucking camera specs are not noteworthy whatsoever. But it was the yeah. same with the um, Google Pixel. The Google Pixel's, like, cameras were, like, really good because of software. It definitely wasn't hardware. They weren't pushing any boundaries there. I forgot Google even made phones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I forgot they even existed. Yeah, it's because, like, apart from the cameras, nothing else about Google phones or, like, the Pixels were really that noteworthy. Like, they had, like, yeah. decent specs, but they were very overpriced for what they were. The only thing that made them worth it was sort of the camera quality, which was probably the best you could get on, like, any Android phones, potentially. Yeah. Just because the um, Google camera software was so fucking good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but again, even then, I don't think the Google Pixel can compete with um, the iPhones. Okay. Yeah. Um, fuck, we could be on a massive rant about Apple and shit. Yeah, right. Well, <laughs> we've just yeah. gone off about Apple. So Fortnite, yeah. you know, they uh, <laughs> try to own every game company and uh, TV company. As a Fortnite, Fortnite skins just wants to put all the characters in their game. Yeah, they got like. Mandalorian. They got Aloy from Horizon Zero Dawn in there. They got freaking Street Fighter. I'm so annoyed that they included Street Fighter because, like, there is no way. Because I, like, 
obviously I'm an avid Street Fighter player. Um, they should not be showing Ken, um, not not Ken, not showing Ryu and Chun Li using fucking guns. I'm gonna say Freaking, that. Uh, Master Chief. Um, Master Chief wielding a pickaxe. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Batman, freaking Marvel, Thanos, everything. Yeah, yeah. Who's who's gonna be the next DLC? You know, you know, Smash Bros. With it's like everybody is here. It's like Fortnite's trying yeah. to fucking compete with that. Yeah, Fortnite's like Disney. <laughs> Fortnite's the game company of Disney. Like Disney. <laughs> yeah. They're not trying to like own the companies. They're trying to like own like have the characters promoted in their thing, and they just get a massive payout for it. So. Yeah, they Borderlands, um, everything. Who's who's gonna be next for Fortnite? Are we gonna um uh, Waluigi in Fortnite? One of the characters from fucking Cyberpunk. Yeah. Um, oh my god, no. <laughs> Waluigi would probably make it John into Wixen Fortnite before Fortnite, he makes so... it into Smash Bros. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What? Oh uh, yeah, John Wick is in Fortnite, I forgot yeah. about that. Ah, uh, here's to oh my god. Oh, Wal- man. Waluigi's um, probably going to be in Fortnite before Bloody yeah. Smash. I- I'm an advocate for uh, Shrek to be in Fortnite. Oh, <laughs> but, but instead of, like, all of his bullets that come out are just onions, that would be amazing. Oh, <laughs> uh, that would like, be priceless. Imagine him pulling out a grenade launcher and it's just an exploding onion. They should yeah, do like- a whole season just based off of Shrek. <laughs> And then, like, Shrek, uh, map. instead of, like, um, driving around on, like, wait, do, do they have vehicles in Fortnite yet? Yes. I don't even know. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Can they, can they, can yeah. they replace one with, like, Handsome Donkey when he became the horse? Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's exactly what they need to do. Just Handsome Donkey and you can ride around on Prince it. Prince Charming. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and pull, every pull now and then, every now and then, he goes past the boulder and he goes, "I like that boulder. That is a nice boulder." <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, you know, you know, Epic Games, listen to us. You know, this is what you need. Listen to us. This is what you need. You need Shrek. Exactly. Shrek, make Shrek great again, twenty twenty one. Actually, I mean. They're, they're making a new Shrek movie, aren't they? I thought they were, instead of doing, like, yeah, yeah, a new follow-up, they were doing a reboot to Shrek? Yes, they are making a new movie. Yeah. What? We Shrek need the five. reboot. One of them. Shrek 5 is an upcoming American 2021 yeah, 3D computer animated fantasy adventure comedy film. It was gonna be out in 2018. It got delayed. Oh, yeah, no, the the uh, full reboot, which is kind of good because Shrek went to crap. Like, I, I'm, I'm gonna be honest, I don't think I enjoyed a single Shrek movie after Shrek Two. Shrek One and Shrek Two oh, were good. Come on, Anything Shrek after C. that? Yeah, Shrek. I mean, I think the only time I ever did was the, uh, um, the little uh, the little kids going up to Shrek saying, "Do the roar." There might have been a. There might have been a. There might have been the only moment I liked from Shrek after Shrek Two. I like Shrek as Life. Shrek as Life. That's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> that's the <best> for Shrek. <laughs> no. Is that is that um? That's that's officially licensed, obviously, right? Yeah. 
yeah. <laughs> that was just like a side story that they put up on YouTube. That's clearly uh, canon, I believe. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Shrekker's life. Shrekker's love, Shrekker's life is definitely Yeah, there's a couple canon. of them. They're pretty good. Oh, man. Obviously. Remember... Oh, that, that's another question. Do you guys think Disney will end up buying DreamWorks? No. DreamWorks, is, DreamWorks was recently bought by um, NBC mm. Universal, who also own ah. Illumination, who are the people uh. that made the Minions. So if they try and follow the same oh, let's go business Minions. model as the people who made the Minions, then Shrek's going to go to hell. Oh. Yeah. I mean, after Shrek is Please love, don't. Shrek is life, I think Shrek is already going to hell. Nah, was, he, was, he, was he married to that boy he jumped in that room with? I don't think so. That man's going to hell. <laughs> Bug, do you have any uh, thoughts on anything we've talked about here? <laughs> oh, let's talk about the Batman movie. <laughs> She's just too busy laughing at everything. Oh, the Batman movie. They're like, oh, Not yeah, we're going to... Oh, damn. B movie. Yeah. I'm so excited to talk shit on the new Batman movie. B movie too. Okay, Batman what? movie. <laughs> I haven't even watched it. I, I, I just laugh that they're like, oh, remember how much Twilight flopped? Yeah, let's get like the main lead actor from that and see if yeah. he can do a cool Batman. <laughs> I'm gonna interject there because the the recent revival of Ron, Robert Pattinson has been amazing. Because if you've seen Good Time and The Lighthouse, those are two absolutely incredible movies that he did so well in. I think he'll be okay. It's a bit. He's not the typical strong man, but neither was George Clooney. Fair enough. There, I personally haven't seen those movies, so I can't comment on it. Which is why the only one I could Let's comment go. on is uh, Twilight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I've only seen a bit of Twilight. Like, like the idea of that yeah. is, would be like to me would be like trying to cast Belle Delphine as Mar- as fucking um. Uh, Harley Dude. Quinn instead of Margot Robbie. No, <laughs> no, Could you imagine that? No. Margot Robbie <laughs> wasn't either, so... I Margot mean... Robbie's really good as, like... That's what I mean. Like, imagine trying to play, replace Margot Robbie if they ever tried to use, like, Belle Delphine. No, and then no. she'll just go, Uh-huh, ooh-ooh, I want to hit you with my hammer. No, <laughs> fuck that. <laughs> I mean, that's oh. basically what she was like in Suicide Squad. Um, Margot Robbie, I mean. Yeah, but like Margot Robbie yeah. did it in a very convincing, crazy way. Nah, um, I didn't Belle would probably overly sexualize it. They did that with Margot Robbie. They knew exactly what they were doing with Margot Robbie. It's like, all right, the teenage yeah. boys will go if they don't go nuts for the, you know, the actual superheroes like Will Smith. Just give them tits, and it'll they'll flock. Yeah. yeah, we'll make money from it. <laughs> See, to be honest, I didn't even mind um, have, uh, uh, that uh, Will Smith's um, dead shot. I thought Will Smith's dead shot was one of the good, be- better things of that movie. I so think they replaced him. I think he, uh, it was it was okay. You did <coughs> the thing with Will Smith is you got to make him just let him do his thing. Don't shackle him. And that's kind of what they did. So like, he was a less good character just because of that really yeah if you if you play into that kind of thing that he did in the 90s with independence day and fresh prince and men in black then he's at his best but when you try and write serious stuff for him he just does not i mean portray it very well 
like, like, don't get me wrong, he wasn't a Robin Williams level, but, like, he was quite good in Aladdin, I think. I still haven't no. seen Aladdin. No, okay. that, yeah. was, that was a poor casting choice, I think. Robin, I still don't Robin think Williams. he did bad with it, though. That's the thing. You couldn't replace Robin Williams. No, Robin but you could did fine. He did, he did okay. He wasn't given much to work with. Mm. But I think what what he had, he did pretty pretty good with. Like, he made the best out of a bad situation. I guess, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, I mean, it's it's better they put him, like, what are you going to um, put there instead of him? That would have been my thing, like... I know Travis Scott saying sicko mode or something. That would have been pretty <laughs> sick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> No, no, no. They should have replaced it with Ben Shapiro and being like, now, uh, hypothetically, if you were to accidentally uh, make a wish, then uh, I would still have to uh, use it and uh, you would uh, you would lose one of your wishes. No, like, don't <laughs> don't get Ben Shapiro anywhere near the Middle East because they'll just ruin the entire movie. <laughs> you know what he'd be like. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Now, uh, now, uh, the Yuri's army kind of needs to, uh, bomb this place. It's just what he would be saying, like. <laughs> Adds to the movie. Did you see that? They turned the monkey into an elephant. They, these are Muslim extremists and they need to be dealt with. The U.S. army needs to come in here and they need to bomb them. That's what he would do. <laughs> he would say shit like that. <laughs> you now, uh, hypothetically, if all of that were true... Why couldn't we cast him? It's <laughs> 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 been ironically funny. <laughs> we just would have spent like the whole time being like, "Well, the movie's not that good, but Ben Shapiro, oh man, that was funny." Just like yeah, just like Ben Shapiro do his thing because he thinks he's being serious and he's being he's delivering all this cutting edge political stuff, but he's he's funny. I like laughing at him. He's funny. Yeah. What, what's next? Yeah. Um, are we gonna? Oh, we could. We could. What about Jimmy Carr? Should we do Jimmy Carr? Is uh, with a weird ass laugh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. <laughs> Instead of like a normal laugh, he's like. And he can make another um New Zealand Dunedin joke, and like then we can have all the forty-year-old mums uh, crying in outrage on uh, Facebook, uh, which will give uh, extra marketing and publicity towards the movie. <laughs> Hell yeah! If you're gonna cast comedians in that role, just if you want to call it the boomer market, just cast like Chopper Reed or something in it. Then it'd be a slam dunk. What one or Gabriel Glacius? Well, that's a that's a name that <laughs> I forgot existed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he could talk about how um it um oh man, this seat just isn't fluffy friendly the whole time. He gets Tim Allen <laughs> to do it. You know, he does stand up comedy now, and apparently he gets really drunk and really racist at his shows. <laughs> Sounds like a good time. Is that is that a good time for an Aladdin movie? <laughs> just, yeah, just give him. <laughs> Just give him a bottle of absinthe and say, "All right, all right, Tim, go at it." No, you put him in the Lion King. (laughs) Oh no! (laughs) See what he can do with that. Oh man, the Lion King live action. I remember I I took someone out on a date to the Lion King movie, and I was like, "A cunt." 
because I laughed when Mufasa died. It was just like so <laughs> fucking cringy. You could <laughs> James Earl Jones is nearly in his nineties now. You could hear it in his performance. He was on his last legs. He was just like, okay, I'm tired. Just, <laughs> let me do my lines and go home. <laughs> he was just getting oh, it. Yeah. He, like this, this was just run of the mill. Like back in the Lion King, you could see like he had a lot more like emphasis with his voice and stuff like that. Yeah, but, like <laughs> it was literally like a you know what? This is a pretty mean cash grab. That's what the Lion King was. Not even just <laughs> the movie itself. Yeah. It was for like the actors and stuff. <laughs> yeah. That's literally uh, what it was. Just a cash grab. Look, we need a bit more money to buy more companies. What are we gonna do? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I kind of want to see them buy DC, like buy Warner Brothers, and then get control of the DC films. Because oh like, no, please I'm, don't I'm just chuck them. I'm, I'm gonna be real. Chuck them and Marvel into one universe. <laughs> I have not been able to watch through the whole of the Snyder Cut because I watched the first half of it, and I got bored. Everyone was talking about how yeah. the uh, the Snyder Cut was going to be super life-changing, and I may have uh, just not watched the rest of it after watching the first half and being like, eh, this is kind of boring. Well, don't get me wrong, they added in a lot of scenes that helped with the uh, uh, elaborating on points that needed to be elaborated on, and they gave some characters some better introductions and stuff, and the Flash was a bit funnier, but... Um, it, ju- it still just wasn't working. And I do think casting Ezra Miller as the Flash... And don't get me wrong, Ezra Miller can do a fine Flash. I definitely believe in that. But the problem is, you already had like someone like Grant Gustin, who like everyone already fell in love with as being the Flash. Um, you know, that you already had him. Right there. Like, that was like a, probably a prime pick for it. And, you know, it didn't go to him. Yeah. So it made it kind of difficult because they had to introduce this other Flash. And it's like, oh, well, this other Flash just doesn't really uh, hit the mark. In terms of that, because everyone already built up a sort of... um, They were already quite compelled with the current Flash. Well, yeah. (laughs) So it they was really just a bad choice. Yeah, I mean they they it's just it's 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 not like a bad choice because the guy is bad. It's a bad not choice because, because, yeah, not because they because already the had a good choice and then they just ignored that good choice. So like we can't really do a crossover between the shows and the movies. They could have like oh, just yeah. used Grant Gustin in it, but just made him not the show's Flash. Like he still could have been the Flash. It's not like he could have been. You know, they, they're already doing multiverse shit anyway in their show. Why don't they just pull that in there? Like, it's just a different universe's Flash. And this universe's Flash could have been different, yes. That's all they had to do, oh, yeah. but they didn't do it. They 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 uh, they dropped their nuts, and they couldn't find it. So didn't they... <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, they, 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 didn't, they didn't have the nuts to pull the trigger on that one. And it kind of um, went bad. What the what yeah. the brothers are really up to at the moment because they 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 they're messing up big time with DC and 
a lot of their other franchises are kind of screwing up as well. You know, leaving Mad Max in limbo is just a, an awful idea. Wasn't like, and Mad Max is like probably like their biggest hit right now. It, it was, you know, with yeah. Fury Road, it, it made so much money, but now they're in a big legal dispute about it, so they're just acting like children and saying, no, nah, we don't want to do it. Warner Bros., are they doing the um, live-action uh, Mortal Kombat movie? Yep. Is there another, is there another one coming out? Yeah, yep. there's a live-action Mortal Kombat. I don't know if they did the animated one, uh, but the animated um, Mortal Kombat movie was was pretty decent. But they've, didn't they make two or three Mortal Kombat movies in the 90s? Like, live-action ones? Yeah, they made a couple yep. of them that were, like, you know... They were, they, they were fine enough. You could enjoy them. They weren't they weren't good, but they, they were, were goofy. enjoyable. Yeah, it was, you know, that goofy 90s nostalgia that's sort of, like, kind of cool, to be honest. It's like the Street Fighter movie with um, Jean-Claude Van Damme or the, <laughs> oh, no. Mario, or the Mario Brothers <laughs> movie with uh, John Leguizamo in it or something like that. Just Oh, I forgot they even made a Mario movie. It's kind of funny because the Mortal Kombat movie were much better than the Street Fighter the movie and I mean that Mario movie I am never watching in my life I don't think I could ever 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 force myself to watch that like I couldn't even sit through that fucking Christmas special of Star Wars I don't think I can make it through the fucking Mario movie <laughs> yeah though it's it's an experience I'll say that much if you ever get to it you'll you'll see what I mean it's <laughs> it's a real experience Oh, uh, okay, I yeah, I googled it. Just looking at it's all you need to know. Never watch this. Yeah, yeah, no, like they look like they look like real off-brand third-party costumes. If I remember correctly, like it's not like a Nintendo official Mario and Luigi cosplay. It's like one you'd go to like your regular two-dollar shop and find it for like thirteen bucks called Plumber Man. Do you want, do you want to know something? fucked about the movie okay um in the movie they're not brothers they're father and son mario is luigi's father in the movie <laughs> oh, <sorry. laughs> That's even so, yeah they kind of dropped they really dropped the ball on that one it yeah. reminded me of like something in street fighter and like one of the animated movies they were like akuma's your dad and it was like really weird because akuma was just this like guy who trained in the same martial arts as, like, our main characters and, like, killed the, uh, teacher. That, that's what Akuma was, because he got wrapped around with, like, this evil power, but then they were, like, in one of the animated movies, they just shoehorned in there, oh, no, he's actually your dad. But the... <laughs> weird they, they dropped this, you know, this bombshell of, the, you know, Mario being Luigi's father, but they still call it Super Mario Brothers. It doesn't make sense. Just... <laughs> yeah, that doesn't make any sense. No, they just, they just, your Super Mario father and son <laughs> just doesn't sound that good, though. It just sounds like a really bad business that you don't go, so you just drive past and go, oh, yeah, I'll go somewhere else. <laughs> okay, I'm now just looking at... Yeah, no, I was... Compl- okay, I was wrong. They don't just look like... They don't look anything like Plumber Boy and stuff should... You know, you know what... The Mario Bros thing looks like from the picture I've just seen. What's that? It looks like a like even more retro Ghostbusters. Let's go. That's, they, that's one of the that was one of their influences for the movie. 
Female Ghostbusters, he's seen that. They had a 42 to 48 million dollar budget for this movie. Wait, for the Mario movie? Yep. Jesus! I don't understand how they messed this up. <laughs> oh, yeah. it didn't even make its money back. Oh, this this movie tanked. Yeah, it tanked hardcore. No wonder fucking Nintendo didn't make another live-action movie until Pokemon <laughs> Detective Pikachu. I mean, Detective Pikachu oh, was, was very much a cash grab one. Like, the Detective oh, Pikachu was not a very good movie, to be fair, but it was uh, just enjoyable. You knew that the story exactly. was absolute hot garbage. Like, you sort of knew what you were getting into. All you were really going there for is the spectacle of seeing Pokemon. And, like, that exactly. was cool. That was cool. But, like, <laughs> if you were going there expecting a good story, I mean, have you played a Pokemon game that doesn't yes. exist? No. <laughs> Detective Pikachu. Nice movie. Yeah. Well, I mean, to be fair, I mean, it, very, it very much works well for Pokemon because Pokemon have just always had, like, shit. Ga- uh, like, the, the games are, like, fun to play. But if you've ever tried to follow the story and think, oh, yeah, this could be a good story, no, they're garbage. They follow the same formula every single time. And, like, every time they, like, change it up, they somehow make it worse. With, like, Sword and Shield, it's like they were, like... They made a couple of good things forward. But they made so many, like, missteps of that as well. It's kind of infuriating how much Pokemon gets away with just being the same shit all the time. Yeah. When (laughs) When other franchises get absolutely shit on for doing the same thing... It's okay, because Pokemon, um, what's it, Arceus? Oh, Pokemon Legends, Legends Arceus, Arceus looks like it's going to be good. But... I, I really hope so. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really hoping hope so. so, but at the same time, I haven't seen a good Pokemon game, in my opinion, since, like, the DS era. I don't think any of the yeah. Switch games were overly great. I don't know if the 3DS games were really that good. Like... They won. The only, they, well, I mean, apart from the cash grabs of, uh, um, what do you call the it? Mega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mega Ruby yeah, and Alpha that Sapphire. Made, that made more than it should have. Like, yeah. That's kind of hard to say. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how the hell I'm gonna. How they're gonna make Pokemon good again? Like the thing is, they're probably not because all, they don't have to be different, and that's why I get annoyed about it so much. Is that they're just gonna get away with pulling out the same shit every single time, and that's yeah. it. That's what they need to do. Yeah. You know, it was making the money. Why do they need to change it? <sighs> Like we've talked exactly. about in previous episodes, it's the same with fucking Skyrim. Like, why would they need to change the formula with, of Skyrim without Scroll Six when when Skyrim they made so much bit... money from Skyrim? Yeah. I guess at the end of the day, it, everything's about money. It's a, it's the same thing with the um, uh, um, the Dragon Ball Z home releases. It's like no, I don't really consider any of the current home releases for Dragon Ball Z good. The thirtieth anniversary box that they made is hot flying garbage. Um, they, they like, they seem to think that whatever one sells the most must be the best version 
and they don't look at the fact that they very much oversaturated the market with like five different releases at the same time which one of them was good because they were remastering the footage but that one had the least episodes and was like one of the more expensive ones and it didn't sell as much because of that you'd be getting like what was it, eight episodes for like 30 bucks and on the dragon boxes you could get you know uh, the blu-ray dragon ones you could get probably like a season so like like a whole arc for cheaper yeah and it was like of course people are gonna buy that one because it's cheaper that doesn't mean it's the better version oh yeah and of course the better quality one costs more um hades i don't know how to tell you this but your microphone's <laughs> gone to hot garbage as well <laughs> let's go <laughs> Yeah, nah. Um, God, we keep getting so super sidetracked. Okay, <laughs> just 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 uh, regular podcast things. Um, <laughs> nah, I don't know. Yeah. Um, what do you what do you guys think about the current state of DC? I'm going downhill. Yeah, it's it's a bit of a it's a bit of a mess to be honest. It was, it's it's kind of weird because they they actually had a couple of good DC movies. And I'm like, I think their animated movies are always going to do well. Everyone everyone likes to go. Well, not I won't say everyone, but you know, a lot of like DC fans they don't mind just sitting back and watching you know a good old Superman smash some people over and um, some random DC animated movie. You know? Yeah, because that's where it plays to extremes. You know, because it's. The, you know the main character like the big character of dc is a guy who dresses up as a bat you don't need to make him so serious all the time just ma- just make him just do fun shit yeah. no one wants to go to the movies and just be like oh, watch batman go oh i'm sad alfred oh, what do upstairs? i mean i mean tell that to the dark knight <laughs> that was where it, that's that was where it was good because yeah you know you had a get a competent director in it but i don't think Zack Snyder's is that good of a director no. So. No. Zack, Zack Snyder uses slow-mo like there's no tomorrow. And like, I, I really hate a lot of his slow-motion shots, not gonna lie. He's he's just part of that bit of directors that, you know, they make shit, but they make a lot of money. It's like Michael yeah. Bay. I mean, no one's talked about him for years, but he's in that similar sort of vein. I mean, I remember saying that I found James Cameron to be sort of the same thing. I did this in, like, one of my uh, movie reviews in high school. And that was just, like, what they what they do is give you a visual orgasm. Because all they do is throw a whole bunch of fucking cool effects and special explosions. It's like, woo! I get to... It's like, it's like porn for special effects. That's yeah. what a Michael Bay and James Cameron movie is. And I don't like same J- with Zack Snyder. I don't like James Cameron for starting that whole trend of, you know, let's take a real disaster that happened and make a romance movie out of it. That was such an awful <laughs> trend back in the, you know, back in the early 2000s. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you had, you had people even now just saying stuff like, you know, oh, I wish we had the same thing as Rose and Jack. It's like, well, then you'd be oh. in one of the worst maritime disasters ever. Yeah, you know, yeah, 1500 yeah. people oh, drowned. Man. I really wish, like, I had a Romeo and Juliet uh, love story. It's like, you do realize at the end of that, they end up killing themselves, right? Yeah, they I both don't die. Know. 
if that's the epitome of romance, I don't want it. <laughs> you can keep that shit away from me. <laughs> Just, oh no, it's like the cringiest, it's, it's even worse, like, like, you've got the equivalent of that nowadays to being like, um, because of like the DC movies, they're like, I want a love story like the Joker and Harley Quinn. It's like, no, that's a horrible fucking toxic relationship. Why the hell do you want that? Oh, yeah, I want I want a man that's gonna, like, make sure I die before he does because he's getting a hard-on <laughs> for a man, a, a man dressed in a bat suit. <laughs> you know, oh, push me into acid and let me die. <laughs> that, that's kind of hot, yeah. <laughs> like oh let him only flirt with me so I can fall in love and he can uh, I let him out of this uh, mental institution and then he uh, tries to kill me multiple times yeah no that's that's just hot I'm sorry I didn't realize that's like the top dates of 2021 <laughs> No, no, it's not romantic, and I'm kind of sick of, like, everyone being like, oh my god, it's so romantic. That is what I want my love story to be. <laughs> it's romantic in the sense of people falling in love with cult leaders, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, our generation, at least my generation, kind of grew up with creepypastas fan fiction. so, like, probably that's the reason why. <laughs> fan no. I hate it though. It's like, it's like, oh my god! I want Jeff the killer to stab his blade yeah. in me. <laughs> <laughs> or oh, Ben drowns Link. Ooh. My favorite one was Sonic.exe because of how funny it is just to read. It's it's so written, but it is so funny at the same time. My favorite creepypasta wasn't even like one of those stupid trying to be overly horror and dramatic ones. It was like this guy who apparently was on a bus ride and it was called I Met God Today. And it was kind of cool to be honest. It was just like this whole like, it's been taken down, which I find really weird. But it was like this guy just doing this massive rant about he met God today. Um, and that's how... Um, we can't really see any alien life because we haven't hit, hit their um, level of understanding yet and that once we actually have them we'd be able to see them and stuff like that it was it was like really interesting um, sadly it's gone now so I can't really quote it but I remember reading this when I was like 14 and thinking huh this has me thinking for a change because like just just sounds like the rambling that someone does after they take DMT. And I know that because <laughs> my, my roommate used to do that. So. I was, I was going to talk about. Uh, I was about to say, I know your roommates right now, and I don't I know, think it's any of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's roommate. <laughs> Make a good old Etrick Street before it, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's an Etrick Street? I'm kidding. Don't answer that. We don't need that. Uh, we don't need Doxing in here. <laughs> we we don't have. We don't have Hades' girlfriend in here. We don't need any more yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, the thing. that's the thing, Zeus. We could theoretically dox each other because we both know where we live. Each other yeah. live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay. I keep changing, apparently, where I live all the time. Because um, someone thinks, like, you live in Finland. And I was just like, yep. 
That's that's definitely me. I definitely am a Finland boy. I definitely live in Finland. You can tell from my accent. <laughs> I Do a Finnish accent. Very... Hey? Do a Finnish accent, come on. I don't even know what they sound like, to be honest. <laughs> no, neither do I. Scandinavian, you know, kind of like Swedish or Norwegian. They kind of... Yeah, see, I don't even know what they sound like, so I can't really help there. <laughs> like, kind of like PewDiePie, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know any Swedish people. I'm about to be very offensive to people who watch YouTube. I, I don't watch PewDiePie. No, neither do I. I've never really enjoyed it. Um, I think the only time I liked a PewDiePie video was when he was talking about how goofy Oblivion dialogue was. And I was like, yeah, yeah. And I only watched it just because he had more clips on it. And I was like, yes. No, Oblivion, best, best out of Scrolls game because of the goofy language, uh, go- goofy talks that they have. All Bethesda games have goofy dialogue. That's what makes them so great. Yeah, but Oblivion's was like the, the best for me just because it was a lot more ambitious. I, I guess, yeah. Um, because that was when they had the uh, dialogue thing that they had turned up to like an 11 and then they turned it down for Skyrim. And they used all the scripted dialogue for Skyrim, and that was so trash, like, walking into an area. Like, I mean, the most obvious answers when you're walking over to Whiterun and you get, like, the people complaining that you didn't go help them fight a giant, and it's like, here, like, I'm dressed in regular clothes, I'm level one, I have, like, an iron sword. What do you expect me to do? (laughs) Like... Big fuck off giants, they're like warriors and they're struggling. What are they expecting? Like some little level one, like random guy walking down the street to do? I mean, there are guards around that aren't doing anything. Why do they expect us to be doing anything different? And like, walk when you go into White Run, you see all like some like you can hear overhear everyone's drama. It's like you like it's too scripted. I don't like it. Yeah, does you kind of you kind of walk past people and they kind of talk like, "Oh no, there is something missing from my house. If only there is someone to get it." You stranger, <laughs> you get this for me. Like you don't even have to talk to them, and you're just overhearing it. And then like they'll be like, "Oh no, someone heard it. I hope they don't come over and talk to me about it." <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> like going into like a trader's like um tavern or whatever, and then they're like, "Oh man." We really we lost our golden claw or whatever. If oh, only yeah, you were yeah, the brave adventurer who could go in there. It sounds <laughs> like it's like a Dungeons and Dragons thing of like when you hear like the dungeon master telling you that there was something going on, but like that's what's happening in it, and it's so fucking cringe. Yeah. <laughs> I think one of the worst examples of Bethesda dialogue is when, is in Fallout Four when you go to Vault Eighty One, you meet this girl called Erin, she's like, wow, you're from the Commonwealth, that's so cool. Hey, if you see my cat, can you go find him, please? Like, as soon as you meet her, it's like, oh, <laughs> there's no build-up to this? Okay. Cool. Yeah, yeah no. Find I... your stupid cat. <laughs> it's so cringe. But, oh, to be fair, I do have to love Skyrim because of its stupid, um, uh, what would you call it? Um, some even just some of the regular dialogue like it's just something you can troll so much i mean you know whenever i'm at yours and do, we do the whole like you know 
cheat has the wares if you have the coin. I have a, <laughs> yeah, all the all the really bad NPC dialogue, which is just rinse and repeat throughout the entire game. Yeah, one of the stupidest things um, is like how everyone thought that the um, arrow in the knee thing was funny, but like there are people who actually thought it was genuinely funny, but no, it wasn't. No, it was. No. It was... No, it was only funny because you had heard it about 50,000 times in one playthrough, and then you found out other people heard it about the same amount of times in one playthrough. It was like, haha, this is kind of funny that we all heard this. Oh man, Skyrim's kind of trash. It was one but of it... those things that it, it became the common consensus with memes of that. Actually, even to now, where it's just the, the joke is, I know that. I've played <laughs> that. I've seen that. I get it. It's just referencing something. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, oh man, good old Bethesda, good old Bethesda. I still like how far away is my Elder Scrolls Six? Because I just can't wait for that to be the next thing I talk shit about. I can't wait for Fallout Five. That's what I'm more invested in. But I think I think they're both going to flop so hard. Like no, like to, to be honest, they're still going to sell. They're going to sell fucking well. But they're going to be not great games. Well, compared, I think when you look back at the relative sales figures for Fallout 4 and Fallout 76, um, 76 sold about 20% of as much as Fallout 4 did. So that just absolutely tanked. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like, that was the online one, which a lot of people already played the beta and were like, it's going to be bad, right? Whereas I think Fallout, um, Fallout Five, when that comes out, is just gonna be—they're gonna be like, "Oh my god, they must have definitely made it so much better than Fallout Four. We're gonna buy it." I think that's what's gonna happen, and I just don't think it's gonna do that well. I don't think it's gonna be that good of a game. No. I would like to be proven wrong. I would very much like to be proven wrong. So I feel I like progressively they've just started getting worse and worse. Like, um. It's only really when other developers are sort of involved that they tend to do good. Like Fallout New Vegas, a much better game than Fallout 3. Yeah. And like debatably the best Fallout game is New I'm Vegas. Gonna, I'm gonna I'm I'm not gonna say it is, but yeah. story wise it is the best, but yeah. gameplay wise, no. It's got all the same shit that three does. So I mean, Fall, Fallout 4, like, in terms of, like, gunplay is at least better. Yeah. But, like, in terms of, like, any RPG elements, I still think New Vegas takes the cake. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah. I definitely, I can, I can definitely agree with that. Like, if there was, oh, because who was it that made New Vegas? It was the same developers of Knights of the Obsidian. Old Obsidian, yeah. I feel so bad for Obsidian because it feels like if they're given another company's game to do, it's always under a horrible time constraint, and they still manage to do amazingly, but it's really hard to... They've never really managed to finish it. Like, Fallout New Vegas wasn't really finished. It definitely still needed bug works and stuff, but they're like, nope, you have to release it. And again, the Knights of the Old Republic 2, they just did not get to finish that. There is so much content that they missed out on putting on. And because I think they're only given what, like eight, 14 months or something. 
Yeah, with, with New Vegas, they, they had less than two years to make yeah. it. They just kind of got thrown at it. It's like, all right, chop, chop, yeah. you know. And it's so crazy how well they do, considering that. Mm, yeah, they did they, they did very well. I mean, New Vegas was good because it also felt like all of your stats could be actually quite useful. Like, yep. I mean, you could win the very last battle of Fallout New Vegas by just talking. Like, uh, some people might argue that's anticlimactic because you don't get cool big boss fights and you don't get cool dopamine hits because you don't beat said boss after long battle. You don't feel as cool. It yeah. feels grand. But, like, to me, that's that's what an RPG should have, right? Is like, you should be able to be able to ta- tackle main quest lines in, like, different ways. You should be able to... You know, maybe just talk your way out of a situation. I really love it when you get, like, games that you don't have to just murder everything. Because the problem with RPGs is that they always seem to think that, like, you have to make it a big and, you know, big fight thing to make it cool. And that player will get bored if they're not fighting cool monster. But, like, limiting your audience to, like go do that and then you've got the audience that would like to tackle it in a different way just left out of the uh, left in the dark like to me i love the idea of just like every time i play like an rpg game i like to invest in speech i love to be able to just talk my way out of shit (laughs) yeah it is good like that's fun like you know if someone like comes up to you and you can just convince them to just like you and be like oh yeah nah nah i i ain't this bad person or like a guard coming up to you and you're like oh you know what do you mean like look at me how do you think i could be capable of all the stuff that's apparently being accused of <laughs> like it, it's so cool to have that sort of like um element to it yeah the the freedom of choice is uh, is good when it when an RPG shackles you, it kind of goes against its own principles in that regard. Yeah, then, yeah that, that's the problem I find of RPG games. Everyone thinks of RPG games currently as, like, action games because, like, you don't really get much role choice. You don't get to change the story as much as you want. You don't get to, like, you don't, you don't, you can't pick to be a charismatic character who can talk their way out of anything. You can't pick yourself as, um, like, you very much get shoehorned into being in the good way of things as well. You don't really get much choice in being like just this super horrible bad guy. Which yeah. should be allowed. It's a role playing game. You should be able to pick sides in that in that sense. Yeah. Like I guess Fallout 4 kind of achieved that because you can side with the Institute instead of everyone else, but I mean Fallout 4 was kinda of good in the sense that you could sort of just pick any side. Like and and like the thing is you could have an argument for either side but it was it was very much a the institute just did not have anything good going for them really no they were it was it was a lot different than say fallout new vegas when you could look at like um caesar's or kaiser's i don't know how you're gonna pronounce it oh like the like legion Legion and um yeah yeah, the ncr and stuff yeah but like even Caesar's Legion, you can look at Caesar's Legion and kind of see the merits to what they're saying. Yeah. 
it's like you look at like the philosophy that they've been following you you can get yeah, they're giving you like books in which like sort of describes from like our times and earlier what sort of philosophy that they're actually drawing upon um and like you could sort of you definitely get a sense of like like you might think that they're evil bastards and you know fair enough if you think that but i can definitely see people getting behind the merit of they're actually right in this case yeah it it's kind of like the brotherhood versus institute thing because yeah. which one's the least evil because yeah. they're both shit let's be honest they they're bad factions to be well, with that, that's the thing they're all human like what do you do yeah, like, it's, like, it's just like, who do you think makes the least mistakes on it? I would never, ever side with the uh, Brotherhood of Steel in Fallout Four. The Brotherhood of Steel, I think, in Fallout Three were fine, but in yeah. Fallout Four, they they just their character was changed far too much. Um, You're a NCR boy. Oh, uh, if, if we're going about New Vegas, then I sort of always sided with Yes Man because Yes Man was just me, pretty much. <laughs> I like the Brotherhood of Steel. I liked I liked taking over Mr. House and, be, and oh, siding yeah. with Yes Man and having Michael Have you Robot. Seventy six. No, no, I will Good never. Shit. Oh wait, no, I've played a little bit of seventy six on like not on my own account, and I just don't really enjoy it. No nah, shit. <laughs> yeah. Um. Nah, but like. Uh, who like have you guys all played the Fallout 4 in New Vegas? Yes, and Frey. Um, I asked about them specifically because I'm gonna ask who did you guys side with and why. Uh, depends on who. The NCR because, and I also don't like Legion. Like, and... I definitely understand not liking the Legion. They were sort of just started enslaving people and stuff. They had it they had a strong philosophy behind it, and like to be fair, I can see why people would side with the Legion because of it. But yeah. like I would a hundred percent not side with the Legion myself. The problem yeah, I, I think is gonna happen for Legion is that like even if they take over and they keep trying to be the superpower, they're probably still gonna get wiped out the same as NCR would. Yeah. Which is why, like, I was always more drawn to Mr. House and Yes Man. Like, but Mr. House always saw it as more of, like, a... Um, he, he tried to be logical on it, but at the same time, he was thinking about a lot of stuff from a purely business perspective. Like, yes. he was a very intelligent man, yes. But he still wasn't the, uh smartest in terms of making those sort of good decisions for the good of everyone it was pretty much for the good of himself which is why i liked yes man because i felt like yes man was like this wild card that was like well sh i can program him to be more on my side and what i want it to be yes man i do miss how in new like what happened with like new vegas and stuff as well because with the slideshows at the end you got to see like the other side some of the other side quests you did and how decisions you made ended up affecting those sort of um, people too. Like what you did with the Super Mutants, for example. If you never went to Jacobsville, then, you know, nothing really happened. But whatever you did in Jacobsville had an uh, impact at the end of the day. You know? 
like it, it felt really good to see your actions actually meeting something in those games. You just don't see it all that often anymore. Like, I guess for me, Mass Effect had that. That's why the Mass Effect trilogy is probably my favorite trilogy of all time of video games. Mine's Assassin's Creed. Or... Yeah, that's uh, I, I, I could get behind Assassin's Creed. The Ezio era of yeah. Assassin's Creed. Anything post Ezio, I haven't really enjoyed that much. Like, 4 was good. And then after 4, I've never really enjoyed any of them. But I haven't played Valhalla, which I've heard is quite good. But I haven't played it either. Um, I know, for me, the Mass Effect trilogy was probably the biggest one for me. Because I... Or, like... You, uh, there was always that imp impending sense of doom and like everything was left onto you and your decisions felt like, like that made a massive difference until the uh, obvious issue being the uh, colour-coded endings oh yeah <laughs> which are hot steaming piles of doo-doo like they dropped the ball on them um, but the actual, like, decisions that you made through it, like, you know, characters could just not turn up in future games if they died. Like, yeah. you could make a decision that could lead to these people dying. You could have different side quests in later games, depending on decisions you made earlier on. Like yeah. the Rachni Queen in uh, Mass Effect 1. The Rachni Queen can come back in Mass Effect 3 if you let the Rachni Queen live. Um, and like some of the other characters, um, like some of the, uh, Krogan stuff would come back as well. Um, but yeah, I, it's real. I always like the Mass Effect trilogy. I think it's probably one of the best, um, the best showing of a RPG that we sort of have lately. Like, in any sort of, like, current past decade RPG games, I haven't really seen much that really comes close to it, to be completely honest. I mean, an, an RPG, uh, per se, but the, the Fall of the Dead Rising series is just sad. The way it started and then the way it is now, it's just, it's honestly just makes me sad. Well, because the first Dead Rising, that was, like, it was obviously made as, like, a big goof, right? Yeah, because the people at Capcom are like, alright, let's stop being serious with zombies. Let's just make something goofy. And it's my favourite game ever. I love that game so much. Yeah. And the fourth one was... Oh, Wasn't that when they started trying to get more serious as well? They were like, oh no, let's go back to serious zombies. But they, no, had, they still had some of the stupid goofy stuff in it. Like, yeah, no, goofy power-ups, but... It was, uh, Dead Rising 4 was just, let's make it too goofy, you know? Mm. All these one-liners, all these, you know, all this shit. They, they brought back Frank West, you know, that's all cool. You know, yeah. nostalgia baiting, but no one liked it. I don't think anyone liked that game. I think the only real good Dead Rising was the first one. Because I played, the like, Dead one? Rising 2 and stuff, like, they, were, they weren't bad, per se. They're fine. Yeah, they're fine. But they, they did not have the hit that the first one did. Yeah, the first one is just... Whew, that is... 
Good shit. That's some grade A fire there. Mm. Yeah, I don't know, like, a lot of our current... It's so weird to see how all these um game com- companies that have, like, made all these, like, quite good games started going downhill. Like, yeah, I, I know we did a lot of praise in Obsidian, but I don't think the Outer Worlds really landed as well as they were hoping for. Yeah, to for for all the hype it had, it it wasn't like a Fallout seventy six where it absolutely tanked and there was this big thing about it. It just kind of quietly just slipped away. Well, it's sort of like Fallout four, to be honest. No, Fallout four was it, it was a lot bigger than I expected. It sold like nearly twenty million copies. It was huge for the time it wasn't as yeah, big as it, they probably wanted it to be but it was still huge oh i mean in terms of like quality like because i don't think the outer worlds really turned out as good as like i at least expected it yeah, was, oh, yeah no, it that's was really enough. short as well yeah no that's, that's a fair point for like the super overly praised rpg game that we thought would be like the next fallout new vegas it was a very small sort of campaign with it, really. Mm. Yeah. It didn't, yeah. I mean, was Borderlands 3 any good? I have to ask, I, because... I've only played um, the pre-sequel, no. and I actually didn't it's like it right. that much. The pre-sequel the was the not one. very good. The second one was the best one. The first one okay. was good. The second one took it to a new level, and that was good. The I third really, one is really alright. And then the pre-sequel was very kind of eh. It was just run-of-the-mill 2, but with, like, less of what made 2 good. None of the sort of... It it felt like... It did not feel as fun as the second one did anyway. And then I think for the third one... I mean, I've heard that it's not as good either, and apparently the villains are not great whatsoever. The second one was good because he had, like, you know, Handsome Jack. And Handsome Jack was, like, a really cool villain. <laughs> he just kept fucking with you the whole time, and you would always get, like, you always felt like, you know, he was one step ahead of you. Because, he, you know, he had the inside person. But, yeah, I don't know. Like, the third one apparently has dropped the ball. I haven't had the chance to um, try the third one yet, but... I'm kind of not that excited for it, um, from what I've heard, to be completely honest. But yeah, um, does anyone have anything else they want to say before we end this episode of the podcast? Because I think this one's been going for about an hour now. Not really. No, I don't know, I'm pretty pretty chuffed with where we're at. Also, it looks like there's going to be a cat fight outside my house, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. We better wrap this up so we can get to that. <laughs> Um, but yeah, um, okay. Thanks for joining us, guys, on the third episode. Um, do let us know through our Instagram or join our Discord and let us know if there's any other topics you want us to talk about. Um, again, we don't really plan these all that well, so anyone with some sort of ideas on what the hell we talk about, always appreciated. Um, yeah, um, thanks for the support and thanks for listening. Um, I'll quickly pass it on to everyone. Uh, Hades himself has had some microphone issues. I don't know if he's going to be able to say <laughs> uh, goodbye this time. Uh, so I'll, I'll say it on his behalf. Um, but yeah, um, 
thanks for joining. I'll pass it on to everyone else so they can, you know, say how goodbye themselves. Bug. Hmm? <laughs> 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 no, like most of the time, I'm just quiet because I don't know about games so much. <laughs> I was so happy when you guys were talking about Marvel and then it just turned to DC. But yeah, um, thank you for having me. I had listening. Yeah, um, Fortnite Jonesy, would you like to take it over? Yeah. Um, it was cool, I guess. I don't really know what to say. It was pretty swag. Is that what kids say nowadays? <laughs> <laughs> Am I one of the cool kids now because I said swag? <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, raise up my glasses, have a little pixel on there. <laughs> I'm one of the cool kids now. Like, I'm told swag. <laughs> <laughs> um, Hades would be next, but uh, Mr. Glitching Microphone himself is unable to say goodbye. So I will pull out my best Hades impersonation for this. Okay. Hello, guys. I'm Hades. I'll catch his Lena. So. <laughs> 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 yeah, I, I couldn't tell the difference. I eh? like oh, <laughs> very accurate description. Yeah, oh, thank you. <laughs> See, there we go, and that's coming from you know another person from where Hades is from. So yes, <laughs> my arm. You know, I'm just that good at voices. Uh, oh, but Hyman, course. would you like to uh, say your farewells? Uh huh. Farewell. <laughs> Sayonara. Sayonara. Yep, that works too. Alright, um, thanks again guys for joining and we will hopefully catch you uh, you know, in the next episode. Hopefully in about a week from now. <laughs>